Hello and welcome to the Farm Next podcast, the place where in agriculture we talk about what we don't like to talk about in agriculture. Oftentimes, that is the conflicts, those challenging conversations, the people-to-people personnel and negotiations that we do every day, but sometimes create things that are just so awkward. Well, here at the Farm Next Podcast, we're going to get the generations talking, communicating our value across generations, and helping you to put those powerful connections and conversations to work instead of being so much work, helping your operation to develop and grow and also sustain to the next generation or two or three. So that's what Farm Next and the podcast is about. I'm your host, Sarah Beth Aubrey. I'm the author of the new book, Who is Running Your Farm Next? Five Steps to Develop and Coach Your Next Generation. This is actually my sixth book. I've written several business books and two novels, by the way. You can look those up if you're looking for something a little different today. I'm also the owner of a company called Elevate Ag, the Peer Innovation Network. And we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about the topics that are interesting to my members in the Elevate Ag peer group. Things like transition, things like building out the pipeline for their employees and for their key personnel. Things like understanding how to not only manage innovation and technology, but the people that operate those pieces of equipment, run and evaluate those data sets, how that's different today than it was ever before. So here on this podcast, I'm going to really take the time to talk to you about the things that I've seen in 20 plus years in the ag industry, in the consulting and services area. And we'll have guests. I will do a lot of talking myself around topics that are coming to my desk that people are sharing with me that need to be heard or need to be discussed. And when I'm out on the road, we'll also bring in other people, professionals, growers, people in agribusiness, people in the industry and trade, and probably some folks from outside the industry looking in who can provide their valuable perspective on the ways that they are successfully building up, coaching, and bringing on the next generation of leaders. So that's a little bit about Farm Next. But honestly, at the end of the day, Farm Next is more than a podcast. This is a medium. It's a place to share some ideas and get them out, let you hear them, comment on them, share them with your friends, hopefully use them in your business. But the Farm Next concept is more than that. It's a movement to help agriculture and agribusiness stop putting the brakes when it comes to the people part of the industry. We've done a great job with things like the legal side, our systems, putting in the different structures, uh, outsourcing those professionals who need to work with us and understanding a lot of times when we need to bring someone in to help with those kinds of things. We tend to do a pretty nice job working with our financial professionals, helping with our risk management strategies, putting together and managing our uh, balance sheets. A lot of excellent people out there to work with you as well. But the third piece of a farm sustainability plan is really about people. And this is the area where it trips us up. Because in agriculture, our business isn't just business. It's often family business, which makes the people part pretty interesting. And so 
I have written this book and I am really promoting this movement of Farm Next, which is really about communicating value across the generations to make sure that we're doing a great job of transferring the knowledge that senior leaders have and understanding the value that newer leaders bring and working together to get that operation looking a whole lot different than grandpa's did with those two sides of the same coin. And so Farm Next is really here for you to take a look at factors like your talent pipeline, what your influence looks like, how you cultivate a strong and powerful network, what the big shifts are in the industry that are happening happening now, and are you addressing those? What are the opportunities out there, and are you positioned to take advantage? So those are just a few of the things that we'll talk about. But the big issue is this, get talking. Have the awkward conversations. Make the time to sit down and work through the conflicts. Make the time to sit down and come up with the plans. Put them in place. Implement them and absolutely monitor them and have accountability for those things going forward. But we'll cover it all here on Farm Next because that's the most important thing. We want to see where your farm goes next and for many more generations. So, I'll talk to you in the first episode coming up very soon. And for now, I'm Sarah Beth Aubrey, your host of the Farm Next podcast and the author of Who's Running Your Farm Next, Five Steps to Develop and Coach Your Next Generation. You can contact me at sarah at sarahbethaubrey.com or find me through the Farm Next Facebook group. I'll see you there. Hello, hello, mid-April folks. How are you doing out there? in the world. Well, I'm doing well. Uh, Carrie and I are here. He's getting more stuff done outside than you can possibly imagine, and yet is discovering new ways to use technology that he never thought he would. So those listeners who know my husband and I, we have a small farm. We do a show cattle here, and that keeps us busy when we're not trying to do our other real jobs, but it keeps us connected to agriculture as well and gives us something to look forward to uh, all year long. So things are going good here in central Indiana. Spring is coming. Farmers getting into the field just a little bit here, but some cold snap that we're having during this week uh, causing me to bundle up, stay inside, and record those podcasts is probably slowing things down. So with the slowdown and a lot of things that we've been experiencing in the last month or more already, I thought a topic for today and this week, which I did my blog posts on as well, that would be good is to ask you all to think about refocusing on strategy and what that means, what strategy actually is. And I'm going to give you a completely simple definition that hopefully will help you to apply it without it thinking that strategy is some sort of overwhelming concept that you have to sit down and spend a lot of time doing. You can, but my plan that I'm going to share with you today allows you to do it a lot quicker, a lot more effectively, and to take action and to make your pivots happen a lot faster and easier. So we're going to cover something that I call the strategic plan on a page in one hour or less. Now the podcast, thankfully, will not be an hour today, but I am going to give you a methodology that I use with clients 
And I do this in meetings, uh, facilitating group events, facilitating like communication workshops. I've even done it in breakout sessions. And I've actually even done it as a keynote at the front of a room at a women's conference. So you're going to get the light version. But as always, if you want the um, download of my one pager that shows you how to go through the process, we'll post it in the show notes. And you can always get more from us by sending us a direct message. You can email me at info at sarahbethaubrey.com. Find us on our social channels. Um, I like to hang out on Facebook as well as Instagram, and you can get more details on how to use this. I also do a live training on this that'll be recorded that you can hear and watch if you are in our Farm Next Facebook group. So I try pretty hard to hit every Thursday at 4 Eastern and do a uh, Farm Next light training on a topic. This week, I'm going to be doing the plan on a page training. So if you want more, you need to join us in Farm Next. If you're not a member, I don't know why you're not. Hop on over to Facebook, find or search for Farm Next, or send me a message and we'll get you an invite. Um, but you can ask to join and we'll approve you. And then this content that I'm talking about today in a video, as well as much, much more, not to mention notifications of our weekly lives on fresh stuff, will be there for your viewing and learning pleasure. So let's get to it. So strategy. I have been, been involved in strategic consulting work for over 20 years or right at 20 years, I guess now. And one of the things that when I first started out in the industry, we did was binders. And we put the, you know, we did the plan and we did all the interviews and we had all the meetings and we had all the discussions and we looked at all the analysis and then we put it in a binder. And then at the company I worked for when I, before I um, have been working for myself for so long. I forgot that I worked for someone, but I did. We would store the binders in the binder room. No kidding. And then they would be in paper. And back then we would also have the CDs that went with the binder. We had the floppy disks before that, then the CDs, and then the flash drives. And then they went to the cloud and the binders went away and nobody was sad. I don't know what happened to the binder room. I don't work there anymore. So the funny thing is we made strategy very, very hard. Strategy can be challenging, and it frankly should be if you're going to make some intelligent decisions about what you want to do. But it's not hard work. It is really just focused choices and doing them in a way that makes sense to meet the goals and the visions that you have. Strategy can be really easily defined by Strategy is just a set of conscious decisions that you make in advance to take advantage or to deploy your essential resources. That's pretty easy, right? And right now we're thinking a lot about essential resources. So strategy is just a set of decisions you make to apply those resources correctly or the best way you think they should be applied. And I think that really helps. So do you have a strategic plan right now? And if you do, do you need to change it. <laughs> um, I think long-term, many of your plans may still be really intact. I've been having this conversation with clients about where's the plan? Is the plan blown? Oh my gosh. For some of you, it may be. For some businesses where you're going to continue offering the same products and services, you have your audience or your customers the same in ag, that's definitely us in a lot of ways. Maybe those long-term objectives in the strategy still make sense. But I challenge you to pull that darn thing out and think about the short-term. Because your short-term short strategy may really need a shift. And so I hope that this easy little method that I want to share with you in just a couple minutes allows you to do that in a way that's convenient and handy and you can adjust 
So the strategic plan on a page in an hour or less concept here that I'm going to just run through with you, again, not taking an hour, um, is something that you can do alone if you're a leader. Or you as the leader can assign it to your team and ask everybody individually to do this alone first, to walk through it on their own. Yes, time it, because it's the timing actually that is the secret sauce with this, to be honest. And then you guys get together and have a discussion that's a broader way of implementing this and agree on the different things that people shared, collaborate. You can do that. I've seen that work really well. And I have also seen work well where you guys as a group get together, maybe it's Zoom right now, and you run through the 60-minute strategic plan on a page model as cold. Why would that work? Because with 60 minutes, you have it's going to go really fast because I have five pillars. So when you break those down, some are going to take a little longer than others, but if you time them, you know, you're going to be running out of time and it's going to feel pressured. And the point of that is that you want to make quick actionable decisions here. This is not the type of planning process that should take you six months and 52 consultants. This is the type of planning that is to help you pivot and to really take a look at what should the strategy be? What's the market? Where are we at? What's shifted? What's altered? Where should we go from here? And so I'm not suggesting and never have because I've done this for several years and I hone it all the time, just gets a little better with the feedback that I get from individuals and we use it and when they implement it on their own without me. It, it's not a meant to be a replacement for a long-term process. It's not meant to be a replacement if you really are starting something new and need a completely you know, rebuilt strategy and you need to investigate the market and you need to interview team members or, you know, you may have, there's all those kinds of things that make a lot of sense. The work that I've done for many years, I'm not trying to suggest you don't need some of those things. But if you're really just looking at a pivot and a 90 day reset is the perfect time to think about doing a strategic plan on a page in an hour or less. And if you want, so an offer for you all right now, because I always believe in something for free and for fee. So this is for free, but for fee, if you want help with your 90 day reset, we have right now, best deal ever, the ACT Q2 90 day reset, a way to get your business focused in the next 90 days. It is a totally virtual online group coaching program for business. And we will have a private Facebook group. I will teach a class every month. Then we'll have you know live conversation. We will then do two conference calls or Zoom. It depends on what the group wants to do. And I'll be flexible there. Either way, they'll be recorded for your leisure. Rewatching where we'll be doing Q&A and people will be coming to discuss what they've got going on. This is a program for you. It is not a training. It is coaching. Coaching is meant to really help you take what you know and break through whatever the junk or the chaff is that you have that's preventing the behavioral change. And right now, that crisis may be preventing it. So in the next 90 days, we can get things back on track for you. So if you are interested in the ACT-Q2 90-day reset, it starts here in mid-April, will be done by mid-July. It's a cost-effective program at $597. So message me or get with me on email, info at sarahbethaubrey.com. And I'd like to see if you are fit. Uh, we've got several people signed up and I'm really hoping to take that number up because the cohort is the special piece. And you can participate anonymously and just, you know, take in the content, interact with me online, you know, send me your stuff, we'll review it. Or why not? You can participate and get assigned an accountability partner in the program. And then you've got a contact and a new colleague that you take offline, plus what we're doing in the class. Or I shouldn't call it a class, the, the coaching program, because it's not a class. Um, 
I think you'll really like it and I'm excited to launch it. So get in that program if this appeals to you. Back to the present, your strategic plan in one hour or less. Okay, before you start, do you have a strategic direction right now? If you do and a strategic plan, that thing needs to be brought to the table. You need to review it. You need to talk about what, what you need to dice up in there. So don't just throw out the old one. What's, you know, what do we need to do with that? And if you are working on strategy right now, if you have a plan right now, I want you to be honest. Do you use it? When was the last time you looked at it? Did you share it or did you keep it a secret with everybody from everybody else in your organization? Did you keep it a secret from others in your sphere of influence, stakeholders? Or do they know and can they help you and be, help you be accountable for the plan? Are you good at strategy right now or have you blown it off and not done it? The reason I ask these questions is to really get you centered on, okay, this is where I am, but this is what I know I need to do. So take a thought on a couple of those, okay? Now, here's the five processes. I have this in an infographic. So if you want, I can get that infographic to you. We'll put it in the show notes. And again, I have more resources for you on the web and in Farm Next. The five pillars are these, core values, vision, analysis, goals, and priority. That's it. So definitely in less than 60 minutes, I'm going to share with you what those are and how you do this. So let me give you the how-to first. What you do, again, we talked about two things. You can either ask your team members to do it individually on their own, covering kind of both the company as well as their own areas, then get together and have a planning jam session with the answers and kind of dice it up. Or for real fun, you all can go in cold and do this with the timer and get that phone out and time it. I'm serious. And you can do it cold and really see what kind of fast twitch ideas and responses come up. If your team is stuck in pause, and for more information on what where people are with how they're stuck or whether they're moving forward or whether they're hiding right now in the crisis, listen to my most recent episode, which was number 13, the four crisis reaction types, and that may help too. So that's episode 13 if you want to hear more about, you know, how people are reacting. But this, if you do the 60 minutes or less, get the phone out. So that's one of the big pieces of instruction because if you're stuck in pause, that timing piece is going to jar you into some action because it's going to get pretty, you're going to get feisty at that time. You're going to say, it's not enough time. Um, But it isn't meant to be a long process. So for the core values and the vision, I give those around five-ish minutes a piece, and you can change this slightly, just don't do more than 60. For the analysis and the goals, you know, I give those the 20 minutes a piece, potentially. And then for priority, you give that the last five to 10. So that's really how I would divide it up, and I'll go over those individually. So the core values, first five minutes, set the timer, identify your core values. Most people cannot tell me the difference between values and vision. They merge them together and mission. It's like they're all the same thing and they're not. And it's really a good exercise to make sure that the values are clear. Because right now, what you may have to do if you've got to shift parts of your business model, you probably really need to seat back in what are the real reasons we exist. Those are values. Values are things that lots of times don't shift They are frequently things that we hold dear forever, not always, but they are things like God, country, family. You know, those things for most of us don't change. They're, you know, part of who we are. We operate from that place. 
and they may not all be on that list for you and that is fine and some of but you may also have some other values one of my high values is freedom i cannot stand having a job <laughs> guess that's why I've worked for myself for 16 years. But I love to deliver good content. I love to work with other people. I love to dig in and, and work hard and, and help someone break through a barrier and get what they need. I want to see people be successful. I love to be a part of that. But the value of freedom for me is one where if I had to, you know, not be able to be self-directed, then I would be very dissatisfied. And so I didn't realize that. I mean, I always knew I was independent, but I didn't realize that that was truly a value that needed to be on my mission when I write out what I want to achieve in the world until I had my own executive coach back in 13 and 14. And it became abundantly clear to me that, that I should not feel guilty about that. So sometimes values are not just God, country, family. Now, those are certainly deep-seated important values. But there are other things we value, too, that drives number two, vision. Another five-ish minutes here. What is your vision? And this is not goals, okay? It is not, I want to lose 25 pounds. No, what your vision is is how gorgeous you look in that outfit because the 25 pounds are not lumping around or on your waist. So you see what I mean? Vision is the picture. It's it's the what you want the world or your business or the outcome for the client to be because you existed and because you were there and because your company produced that. For us in agriculture, we a vision for us may very much be leave the business to the next generation and that we visualize that next generation being in the place where we were operating, having a family, uh, etc. So Vision is very much like, what do you see that you want to be able to help achieve, that you want to bring forth? It's a birth. So the tactics that roll up under it, the weight loss one's perfectly easy. We all understand it. A vision is looking fabulous in the outfit. The tactics are get the weight off. The how-to is the exercise and the don't eat and stop drinking too much wine. And there's all these things, right? So Vision is really critical because if you are the leader and your team members do not know what your vision is and they don't understand the values that underlie that, they don't get you and they don't get their company that they work for. Everybody in the organization needs to know this. So those I really preach on. I love to help people get clear about those. It's very Cathartic if you have not been through that lately. Analysis. This is a big, thick, meaty section. I want you to do some analysis on things right now. SWOT analysis is a basic tool that you can use. Everybody, to quote unquote, knows how to do it. Give and you take that's why it's 20 minutes. If you wanted, you could divide it up five minutes strengths, five weaknesses, five opportunities, and five threats. If you use SWOT, don't forget opportunities are always you know, potentially internal and external, and you have control over them. You can take advantage of them. You can work towards them. Threats are usually not things that you can control. The coronavirus is a threat. You had nothing you could do about it. Your reaction to it, you have to deal with, but you have to make some changes, et cetera. And that's a threat to all of us right now. It's probably on your list if you're doing a SWAT. Um, but so those threats are external and you have limited control. Opportunities are external and internal, and you have maximum control. 
Don't forget that. Strengths, again, are things that you can, that you have. Weaknesses are things you can fix. So they're gaps, skill gaps, personnel gaps, attitude problems with people, a mindset issue that you've got with yourself or you're stuck, whatever. So a SWOT analysis is old school consulting, I know, but if you haven't done one lately, why not? This quick plan with just five minutes on each one of those can really be good. So, and this is kind of state of the state. Next is goals. I like people to spend 20 minutes in this box and I like you to do short and long-term. Long-term, everyone says, how long? This can be, I would say three to five years at the max. Three really is good. Short-term can be six months, 90 days, um, 12 months, et cetera. I like for people when they do this, again, use around 20 minutes for this box. You can put three to four for short-term, three to four for long-term. You know, it doesn't have to be that many. You can choose two for one and four for another. The numbers don't matter. It's about the output. This isn't a math test, thank goodness. Um, but you need goals. The goals should be about what your vision is. How do you want to reach that? Where do we need to go? If we have, and, and, and it should be related to the opportunities that you identified in the third step. Here's the opportunities we saw. Here's the weaknesses we have. What goals do we have? We've got to get a new hire to fill that gap. We need to do different capacity. We need to change the way we're doing business so we can reach that market. We need new tools and technology so that we can deliver our content in a unique and different way. You see? And we need to do it by X date. So always put a date on your goals. I heard a speaker not too long ago. I thought she was wonderful and it's really helped me this year. Her comment was, put a date on your dream. The rest is logistics. What is your problem? I loved that statement and it was very powerful for me. Um, and it really helped me to realize that delivering content digitally and providing you guys programs that you can take advantage of, not just at the front of the room, but here on your own is a way that I needed to start taking my business. And that comment really helped because I was stuck in the weakness of my own because I didn't really know how to deploy some of these technology tools. I'd used them, but it was usually only because I was being paid by the client to come on and give a, a webinar. But they set it all up and I just showed up and clicked, hello. And I didn't really do the marketing. I wasn't doing the outreach and I'm still learning and it's crazy. And you guys see me online and be like, what has she got going on there? But it's getting better and we're getting effective and the programs we're building liked the ACT Q2 90 day reset I mentioned, like Ag Lead, which is our young farmer and manager cohorts that we're doing online they are hitting. And I'm excited. But I had to get goals and get specific and put a date on my dream about that. And I really encourage you to do that with this piece. Number five, everybody, is priority. Not priorities. The If you learn nothing from this podcast, learn this. Priority should be singular. If you're putting an IES on it, you need to delete that. You're going to argue with me. Don't. It's not because there aren't multiple things that are important. It's not because there aren't multiple tasks that need done. It's about focus. You cannot multitask successfully. You can do a lot of things crappy or you can do one thing really well and then move on to the next. We've been learning this over the last decade that the multitasking mantra is not serving us. And so that's why I put priority here. That priority is what you and your team agree on is the most important singular guiding thing that you need to be able to achieve. Guess what's great about priority? You can change it when it's done or when you've achieved it. 
that priority may be something that lasts for six months. And then you can roll up all your activities up to that, getting a tremendous amount of clarity when you select just one. So, you know, my vision is to enhance success and profitability in ag. And I do that through this, by building capacity in people. So I hope that that helped. Uh, If you do want an infographic of that, you can get it in the show notes. You can also get all of this free stuff when you join us in Farm Next and for much more because in that group, we can actually talk. And I would love to hear your comments on this podcast. Let us know. I need to start working on getting some ratings. I need some help there. And if you would like to be a guest with me, we are just beginning to start doing guesting and setting that up. And this is my 14th episode. So hopefully by 20, we'll begin having guests. And I'd love to hear from you if you think you need to be one or you know someone who should. So join us over in Farm Next. Keep in touch with us. And I wish you a wonderful day. And one last thing before you go for the day, I want to personally invite you to come on over to the Farm Next Facebook community. Why would you join this? Well, this is a community of those of us in agriculture who are interested in developing and coaching the next generation of leaders. It's where things like this podcast, the live show that I do every Thursday with the free training on a topic, get their house. It's where they live. It's where you can always grab the extra uh, versions of those and where you can take advantage of the conversation and the community. We'll also be making you some really interesting offers in that group to take advantage of programs that may benefit you. And they will be exclusive right there in the group. So come on over, uh, look for Farm Next on Facebook and ask to join. I'll see you there.